0: Hey everyone, in this AB Talk special regarding false motivation, we tackle the idea of motivational speakers. Does motivation work? Does it fail? Is it sustainable? I think I'm going to leave the rest for you to watch. I hope you enjoy it, and if you want to see the video, it's on YouTube. So we have today, I'm going to introduce everybody. Andrea, confidence coach, which I find a very unique title and presenter, newer Motivational Speaker. Omar is the author. He didn't want me to add more. Because it's but the there is more, Yani. So I think people will find out if they like you or they have a crush on you. <laughs> um, I wanted to start with Omar. Like, <sighs> bro, I feel sometimes you're too much. You know, you're, you're too happy or too giddy. Like, there are no problems in life. You know, you put up that front, but is it a fake happiness, you know? Noor, I didn't expect me to come to you too quick. (laughs) Like, what is it? Is it you taking advantage of the hijab? Is it you taking advantage of your eyes or your beauty or (laughs) acting like you're better than the rest, like you're above them, right? Mm. And Andrea, you're very well spoken. You know how to put words together, but... Are you feeding off weak people who don't have the confidence? Are you taking advantage of them, but you're just making money of them, but you know very well inside, they'll never reach anywhere. So anyways, this is the shit that you're going to hear behind your back (laughs) in front of your face. It's not my opinion, but I wanted you for a moment to feel what it is people are obviously saying about you. Some people will dare say it to your face. Some people will say it behind your back. Some people will talk about generic issue with people who are positive and they just don't like it. It rubs them the wrong way. Um, but I wanted each one of you, because I know how people talk, not only behind my back, but about behind a lot of people's back, backs. So in short, <coughs> what is each of yours? I'll start with Omar. What's your response to somebody who'd hit you with remarks like that? Uh,
1: first, I actually smile back because it is the truth at home and they can call home, check with my parents or my mom uh, or my sisters and my brother. i am always been smiling. I am always like this because I, I, I'm not going to say that I don't have problems or I don't face issues and stuff daily in my daily life. However, you know, there's that quote that says life is, um, you know, just... To, uh, you know, 10% of what happens to you and 90% is how you react to it. So whether it's a good thing or a bad thing, I always respond, number one, with a smile. When I when I approach any situation with a smile, first of all, even if it's a bad situation, it, it calms it down. Like It reduces the severity of how big it is. Let's say if it was an accident, I smile. And the first thing that I'll ask the person, I'm like, are you okay? And then I'll talk about the situation. Okay, how do we solve this problem? So for me, uh, I think... The reason I'm happy as well is because I think there's so many things that happened to me in a young, uh, in a younger stage of my life that now I don't think anything could get any worse. Hmm. So many things: from getting stabbed four times, from having my whole back with titanium plates, from being fired twice, from being demoted, from being uh, divorced. Uh, I didn't didn't even know that. Oh, I have a whole lot, a lot of lists. So I'm like. Dear God, what's the worst that can happen? Give it to me. But people, when they see me, nobody assumes that. They either think, oh, he's got a silver spoon. He's Emirati, so he's got everything or whatever. And they don't know half of it.
0: But do you think like, okay, you said something. You said in front of my mother and family, I'm smiley. But are you smiley at home alone when nobody's there? Are you happy when nobody's there?
1: You know what? Honestly, I am. The reason I am is because I know who I am. And that's number one, because I think that there's a lot of people who don't understand when and uh, their purpose. And I love that quote by Mark Twain says, there are two important days in your life, the day you were born and the day you find out why. I know my purpose. And every single day I wake up, I'm always able to fulfill my purpose. Every single day I make somebody smile. That's, even if it was fired today at the chart. So that's the purpose? All the time. Yes, okay. sir. From day one. And mm-hmm. I'm doing it every single day. Some people find it annoying. Hmm. Some people can't deal with it. They can't. I think like, they some some me, people like,
0: will feel that you're in denial. Yani, they'll say, how can somebody be happy all the time? It's not even normal. Yeah,
1: yeah, I know they say that. But I always say like, okay, why can't the question be the opposite? Why can't it be the opposite? Why can't we always be happy? Always, and is a, always is a tricky word though. And I'll, I'll tell you something. Can I tell you something? one of the things? So for me, I, I respond a lot. For me, one of the things that resonates with me um, is religion. And I love one verse which I also used in my book, the translation. You know in English when we say, it's all fun and games? We say that, it's all fun and games. There's a verse in the Quran in Arabic, it says, وَمَا no. illa But literally, God, Says life on Earth's all fun and games. So why in the world are we so worked up about anything? Mm-hmm. If you think about anything, any anything that seems to be a problem, like for example, if someone says, "Oh, you, like you just started," like people say this behind your back.
2: And so what?
1: You know, for me, I think, wow, you know, I'm I'm doing good. My family is healthy. I have all these things that I think about. There, are so many good things are happening in my life. I'm, a, for example, I love this country. This is my country. We're safe. Look at what's happening around the world. Black Lives Matter and God knows what. Thank God we don't have that stuff in this country. So I think of those things and I'm like, what is there to be mad about? And, Anas, I'll tell you one thing. For some reason, I have a much bigger view in life. Like, I don't see a personal problem as a problem. I see climate change as a problem. I see poverty as a problem. I, you know, I've, I'm i grateful to God that I was able to travel so many places and I'm like, you want to know what the problem is? Imagine you see a pregnant woman, this happened to me in Mumbai, I was there for a wedding and I saw a pregnant woman naked giving birth on the street. You see that, then you tell me if you have a problem. So this is what a lot of people sadly don't experience or don't have. and. Uh, that's why they envy somebody who smiles all the time and I tell them Mm. you know what
0: be green with envy. Noor, if you remember what I told you.
2: I kind (laughs) of do, I do, I do, I do because it hit home because when you said that I felt like I was reading one of the negative comments on one of my videos or one of the negative things I hear from people is Are you using your hijab or your looks, for example, to gain a following or um, to pretend like you're ideal and tell people what to do? And that's the negative aspect that I always hear. And that's the, you, you could say, basic of the, the negative that I get. Um, my answer to that, if you can remind me, like, are you asking me, does this affect me? Are you asking Not me. Not
0: affect you. If somebody labels you with these things, that you're taking advantage yeah. of clothing, uh, being Muslim, beauty, mm-hmm. acting like you are because you have a very, I, I did a quick research, and I saw the way you conduct yourself on camera has a certain demeanor. Mm. And I know how people can have different angles of seeing you. Either yeah. they'll say, "Wow, that's admirable. A strong woman has a good you know, posture, and she's talking. Some people say she's talking down at me as if she's figured out Ah, life. So these are random hits that I collected together and I hit you with them. But they can be...
2: I want to take the opportunity to say that in the process of me, let's say, creating my content to form or to help someone, um, before that one week of me creating a video... I let's say I present a certain piece of information or create content to help someone. In that week of me creating that content, I am learning it word by word. I am growing by it word by word. So I learn my content before, like before I present it to others. It helps me grow before I'm helping others grow. Now I know that it may seem like I have it all figured out, but I try to maintain that side of me in front of people um, to show that. No, I have sides that sometimes I need help. Sometimes I'm not aware of something and I research it. I'm not, I, I, I need to be motivated myself about something. And I'm telling you, um, ugh, I, I hate waking, waking up late. I've been, for example, um, being such a night owl. I need to fix that. I show that side of me sometimes. But I also need to maintain um, that you could say, Path of being able to help someone grow with the content that I create. And yeah, I so think. So you
0: you'd like to grow with them yes. while you're learning, you're, you're teaching. Yes. But on the point of taking advantage of features or a hijab.
2: You mean to build a following. Do you think or you or are taking
0: advantage of what you I have? I mean,
2: realistically speaking. If I wanted a fast-growing following, I would have gotten one much faster with makeup tutorials, mm-hmm. much faster with hijab tutorials, with fashion blogging. Um, I, it's, entertainment is much faster mm. in growth. Okay. So, if that was my purpose, and I and I sometimes we have to get in touch with our with, with our intentions and and ask ourselves, and I do that a lot just to make sure that I renew my intentions, and I say and I ask myself. What is my true intention? And when I find that I work extremely hard to come up with certain content that's not repetitive, never heard before, information that's new, for people to learn from, um, then I know then no, my intentions are not Mm -hmm. for a growth of of a following. It's deeper than that.
0: (laughs) Your thoughts?
3: All my life I fought to become who I am today. Um, similarly, like uh, your story, Omar, um, I, I had all the wrong things, all the wrong things happening to me. Uh, from day to when I was born, I had uh, low immunity issues. so I was in and off the hospital up until six. I was having different colds. My mom learned how to take, to give me injections. Uh, when I was eight, I lost my father in a car accident. Then I became my sister caretaker. In high school, like most teenagers, I was severely bullied and made fun of because I had facial hair and a big nose and short hair. I didn't. I was confused myself. Was I a tomboy or a girl? So I had very, very hard identity issues. And I was constantly dreaming of a day when I can feel poised, feel feminine and secure in who I am. So for me, I got the... Um, opposite of what I have today and I had to work and swim and fight till now, till 36, to walk strong, to be secure in my words and to feel comfortable to be this person, be a confidence coach, be a presenter and then pass it on to others as well. So if anyone feels or has a thought of, oh, this coach is they take advantage of our insecurities. It's not true. Who people who have chosen the path of personal development, most often they have gone through a very, very, very painful uh, lifestyle and journey, and those hurdles, those moments, have shaped them, and being better was their only option.
0: Mm. Okay. So this industry, you have millions, millions, millions of people subscribing to newsletters, to training workshops, to podcasts, to watching TEDx videos. There are millions of people, and millions of them are still miserable.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Millions of them, they're still probably one square ahead, not even two, or half, or zero, or maybe minus, because of many reasons. I don't want to say my only opinion. Why do you guys think that motivation has failed for so many millions?
3: Because they consume the information and they don't apply it, number one. We forget 80% of what we consume and we have become now, FOMO, uh, you call it FOMO? Uh, the fear, fear of, of, fear missing, of out. missing out. Fear of missing out. Yeah. So, Because we are surrounded by a matrix and a sea of information, I, myself, during this, in the last two, three months, I had to unsubscribe to everything because I felt I was invaded by the dinosaurs. Like, five rules how to make more money. Learn how to make... Me too, I felt like it's just too much information coming our mm. way in our WhatsApp, in, in our Instagram, in our emails. And people who feel the same, they have to take really few steps back and understand that it's so easy to consume the information, but you have to get a mentor, a coach, a group and start to embody, embody those qualities. do
0: you think like, the thing is, okay, I agree with you, you, you teach, but they're not applying or implementing, so you have a short uh, circuit. It's not going full circle, right? However, are these motivational speakers? Not teaching them also how to apply, or can it even be taught? Maybe it's a mindset. Maybe you have to be born with it. I don't know. Can
2: I answer? Or any of yeah. 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 Yeah.
0: Interrupt each other. Fine, (laughs) fine.
2: If you don't mind. Okay. Um, I think I think the answer to that is motivation is temporary. It's a trick. So if someone, if we're talking about the same kind of motivation, you're hearing a TED talk of someone telling you they went from zero to 100, they were poor and became rich, Um, waking up in the morning is, is a key to success. If you're hearing all that stuff, that kind of motivation, the ideal, the general word of motivation, that is a trick. It's someone who listens to that is tricking themselves into taking action. Someone who listens to that is thinking in the moment Um, That I'm, I'm about to take action and it gives them a spike of motivation, but then really soon after that motivation dies down. That's the reason why it's failing. But the real kind of motivation, something that will create motivation and not just lead to it, is content that is informative, awareness and um, something that gives you tangible methods one two three what's going on in your body psychologically physiologically when you feel a certain way what is the root cause of you procrastinating anyways Mm -hmm. not um, stop procrastinating because it's not good for you. you you can do it that that stuff is useless to me in my opinion it's just a spike of motivation and it's just temporary and tricky but in, and that's what I try to do so much with my content: is to have statistics, information, raising awareness, um, facts that people can take, um, analyze, uh, form, have a perspective, a story that people can learn from, take a moral from. That stuff is tangible. Hmm. But the motivation that we see in videos and talks, that's temporary. That's it's a, spike. a quick
0: fix. And it seems like it. Uh, they watch the video. <clears throat> Like we were just talking about also the last dance how we enjoyed it. Exactly. But a lot of people get yeah. overexcited. excited. Yeah. They want to do something mm-hmm. and, and then, then they over. go after a week they're like okay I don't have that feeling anymore and yeah. I need another fix. Exactly. I need another YouTube video and I need it's another comment. You,
1: you know if you think about it um, motivation and I, I agree with Noor and it's it's a quick fix right? And it's like temporary. But at the same time like you see how when you take a breath of air to breathe it's it's sort of like short and then you got to do it again and again. Mm. It's the same thing with that motivation, like for you to seek it out and everything else. Because if you think about it, if it was not a motivational talk, even going to the gym, how many people, there's not a single person that I know who goes to work out, that doesn't get like deep demot- or unmotivated to just go to the gym. Mm. You just, you always constantly need that. And this is an exactly but what her point. This
0: is a good point. Sure. When you see people, and I, a word just popped in my head and I'll say okay. it. Okay, go event. ahead. Ahan, you mentioned the example of the gym. Okay. So many gym f- friends that get excited, yalla, 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 <laughs> membership, even they'll go for the upgrade. Yeah. After <laughs> three weeks, yall, you're lucky if three weeks, he's out. <laughs> yeah. The question is, when that other person who's not motivated anymore, yeah. but is still going, why is he disciplined? Where does he get that discipline? Because to, that guy he, yeah. knows
3: himself very, very, very well. And uh, also, there are six emotional drivers that drive all, human, all humans, right? Uh, they are very well known. Tony Robbins speaks about them in all his uh, seminars. You have the first emotional drive of feeling loved and feeling belong, that you belong. Hmm. Then you want to contribute. You want to grow. You need variety, adventure. You need security. And there is one more. Uh, so variety, contribution, security, and significance. Like in Michael Jordan, for example, we were also talking about the show. About the show, uh, he has a very strong driver, emotional driver. So imagine an engine of a car. Yeah. Every person has this six emotional drivers, but for you, some of them are stronger than in, my, in me. Correct. For example, for me, the the, the emotional driver of significance of. Being a strong name in the personal development arena, in, in the presenting arena, is very high. Contribution is very high. Hence, my social media engagement. So these
0: are the main drivers for Andrea.
3: For example. Yeah. And I invite everybody at home to sit down, reflect, and understand what, what from this, uh, which one from these six are stronger. Because it's easy if I go with my girlfriend to the gym to say, okay, I will just subscribe because it's an external motivation. I feel like, yeah, why not? I I'm, I'm Peer a good pressure, mode.
0: excitement.
3: Peer pressure, excitement. But when you are getting in touch with yourself, when you do your meditation, when you do your prayer, when you do your 10 minutes of sitting with yourself and you, you start to feel, I put on weight, I'm not happy with my energy. You are now getting in touch with what you need mm. and you go to supply that to yourself. Yeah. So motivation is, to me, like an oasis where when you need some water you go in and drink that that you either cause there is always something that you take from a book. So. Some books, mashallah, they are very thick and maybe you remember one line or there is one story. It's the same if Omar or Noor or you speak, because your talks are amazing. I watched your talks when you speak to students. Maybe one student will remember one particular story or one phrase. Yes. And they that will become their mantra. Mm. So... Um, your
0: point on, you wanted to say something about motivation.
1: No, I mean, I was just building on also on uh, one of the things that... Now, I also, I'm glad that Andrea mentioned this as well about the, t- the six different factors. And also, again, uh, when when uh, when Noor mentioned, it's your biological and physiological, uh, there, there are things like this to consider. When you see somebody that's demotivated, uh, it could be trauma. It could be, uh, you know, again, even if we use the example of the gym, it, you could be eating well, you could be doing everything right at the gym, but one of the biggest issues, and you know this, you don't get enough sleep, you can forget about building muscle. Because actually, that's the time when you're building the muscle. Mm. So, there are different contributing factors that someone has to take into account to know why is this person not motivated anymore. Maybe, so, there's all of these things together. Yeah.
3: Meaning their engines are not running mm. strong. Exactly. Because the machine, the body is not strong.
0: You know, Andrea, I was just reading an article before the sit-down. And uh, they explained the trend of the no-sleep people. Mm-hmm. For example, I relate because I, I don't sleep much. Night hour. But it became hours. a habit of mine. I don't, maybe my body doesn't need the eight hours. I do five, six, I'm okay. Perfect, Me.
3: perfect. But yeah. then you have
0: books that, I don't want to name titles, but there is a book about oh, the, the people that wake up early. Oh, the night hours. Mm-hmm. Oh, and you should be an, uh, like gathering all humanity in one basket as if yes. one size fits all. There is no show. The issue is... Sorry, coming back to the point of sleep. So there was a trend by different celebrities and and, and inspirational people that say, you know, work, work, work. When somebody's sleeping, I'm working. When somebody's eating, I'm working. And the guy who wrote this article, his name was Mark Mayhew. Mm. Uh, Very cool article that I'm going to refer to a few uh, points today. And he said, I tried that for four years. I was working my ass off. And it was the worst four years of my life because I wasn't sleeping. Yeah. I got sick. I was in the hospital. Yeah, yeah. So the idea, you just said that, you know, to get muscle, you need to sleep. Yeah. You said this is your you know, mm-hmm. holy grail. This yeah. is your body. Exactly. And this, a lot of, you know, you know teenagers will watch this like, Anas doesn't sleep much. Or Noor, she said yesterday she slept only four hours. I should do that. But you have to take care of yourself.
3: The big problem, that, the big problem that we have today is that this matrix of information, because I just see it like the matrix, it's so much that it dilutes your own internal voice. You know. You know, when you said let's let's talk about motivation, I was like, I looked up in my balcony, you know, I, I saw a bird doing a nest, and I'm like, who motivates that bird to make a nest? Hmm. It's instinct. Mm-hmm. Can we please go back to our instincts and listen to our body, yes. our selves, yeah. the, the infinite Nothing intelligence that, yeah. that runs through us, that creates worlds, no. and stop the WhatsApp, stop the groups, stop the Facebook, stop everything and go quiet for one day. Don't speak with anybody. Ask yourself, what do I want? Do I want to get married? So many women my age, 36, oh my gosh, I'm not married. Do I want a baby? Do you even know if you want a baby or not? Everybody has. So, what is your voice? So that's where motivation can be a bit. It's a very
0: good point. Um, I was the other day, I was being hard on myself and I'm like, no, I have to not miss a day of workout Mm. because I just got in this trend. I'm not I'm not a, I'm not a junk junkie at all. I used to do like twice that's a week. Now, it's like, we now I do, do five. Instagram,
3: but the, the consistency the gives you dopamine, I, so that's good.
0: Yeah, but what my point was, somebody told me, I don't remember who. Was, <laughs> Anas, you're tired today. Listen to your body. Not because somebody else is working out, you should be working out. Listen to you. Maybe sleeping today, just resting. Okay, I don't want people to be lazy, but mm-hmm. that listening, my point is the listening to your body, mm-hmm. listening to what I want, to your what best, suits me.
3: To your best friend. Uh, don't laugh at me, please. But in the morning, I hug myself and I actually kiss my shoulders. Really? Yeah, because I want to thank this body for running perfectly. Mm. And I even connected my heart and I thank my heart. For it. The, the car, you switch it off and on, the camera's the same, the, the car, the computer. But this—it's
0: yeah. mm-hmm. American. This, yeah. yeah.
1: So
3: you wake up in the morning and you connect to the heartbeat. When I'm down, I listen to on YouTube to the heartbeat, and I highly recommend everyone to try that because
2: it connects you back to your inner intelligence. Mm.
3: No, you've been I'd listening. Like,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been think. listening because I feel like everything that everything that you all have been saying is so great, and I'd like to sum it up. Sum it up with awareness is a weapon. Once you're aware, because we are intaking information all the time. But how aware are we? How aware are we of our needs, of uh, what's going on uh, in in our body, of what we need psychologically, of the perspective? It's mainly about awareness. Mm. Once we're aware, it's different than how uh, if, if we have information or if we have education. It's not as useful if we're not aware. Exactly. We need to be aware.
1: I love that. And one of my one of the quotes that I like to use a lot is, you know, when it comes to awareness, is there was this quote by I think her name is uh, Anne Lebowitz or something. She's like a photographer in New York and she said, Before you speak, think. Before you think, read. Yeah. So the only way you be aware about things, you need to read, research, whatever. You know, try to understand it. Mm. So this is this is how you build that knowledge and you know, knowledge is power and, and then then you won't have this falling out of motivation from whatever, you know? But like, really my, start my, from son, yourself.
0: my son today asked me, he gave me a um, nostalgic moment. Mm-hmm. So I was hard on him today because he did something. And then uh, I was uh, writing an email or something and he sat next to me and he's like, can I talk to you instead of play with the kids? I'm like, yeah, sit oh. down. <laughs> uh, and he's like, talk to me about ego. And he's 10. Wow. I'm like, <laughs> okay. Yeah. i okay, I told him there's a sh- book I read recently called Ego is the Enemy. Mm-hmm. I made just some, a, a sales marketing pitch. Anyways, so, and it was so interesting that this generation is so aware. Yeah. And he's a thinker, so it kind of gave me, like, I'm okay, I know where mm-hmm. that's coming from. Mm-hmm. And we talked and talked, and I was thinking how you were talking about awareness that by talking about these things i always have this dilemma is there too much knowledge that it confuses people even more and make them more lost or you have to utilize this knowledge in a smart way to see what's applicable it's confusing because i don't know about my generation we have to go to the library yeah yeah. now like i don't even know why people don't use google they don't true if you go to buffet. There's a whole, an
1: hour buffet. I'm not talking about buffets <laughs> in the West. I'm talking yeah. about Emirati buffet, okay? Yeah, like yeah. our part of the world. Mm. Please.
0: You're confused. Anyways,
1: in our <laughs> buffet, you have everything. You mm. go to a hotel in a five-star resort. There's the Asian stations, This is everything, right? Mm. But you know what's good for your body. You know what's good for you. Like, you pick and choose. Like, you know this is what's... Good. So the same thing with information. Yeah. You pick and choose. The same thing with people. You pick and choose. It's a perspective. Who you want to be. Exactly. It's a perspective. So that's, for me, if it was for people out there, like, how do you filter
0: the information that's right for you? That's such, so important. To, uh, the funny true. question, a point on the buffet. Mm-hmm. So my uncle years back told me, when you go to a buffet, don't start putting things while you walk. Take a tour. Yeah. There you Look go. at everything. Then exactly. think of... That's that's it what happens? You put perfect. biryani and mm-hmm. you're like, yeah. oh, hey, now we'll I want the want. pasta. I want exactly. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly you have like this, <laughs> I yeah. like I'm not going to eat it. It's there you go. Yeah.
2: And that's why travelers has, have the most, the, the, the widest perspective and the yeah. most correct because they've seen it all.
0: Exactly. Yeah. I think to expand your mind, you need to travel a lot. Yeah. Uh, and I For read sure. something that said, don't ask somebody, what they studied, ask them how well-traveled they are. There you go. Yeah. Then you have a good perspective of exactly. how open-minded. Um, and regard- how well they listen. I'm sorry?
2: And how well they listen.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Because you have those who um, are just so stubborn on their mindset and perspective. Sure. And they think that they're listening to other people's perspectives. But they're so keen on their perspective being right mm-hmm. that they don't build on it. Until they get sick, exactly. Mm-hmm. God Until, forbid, mm. or they lose something
3: very, very important. And mm. that's how we get awakened. That's how we start to say, huh, mm. I have to look that way. I was always looking this way. Yeah. And um, that's how you were.
1: You, you know, the question I like is the one by Sigmund Freud. Tell me about your mother. Powerful. Mm. Yeah.
3: I mean, really Anna, me I know too. you,
1: your mom's a legend. Like, mm. she is a living legend. Yeah. Yeah. We all love her. She's all our moms, Correct. For people Mama who don't know, that, she yeah. is also your mother. And Correct. we see her but in yeah, for, That's the thing. For, and for me, again, even when it comes back to motivation and everything else, I always remember my mother.
2: Me too. She's oh my God. a
1: rock. She's a queen. <laughs> She's been my motivator. I always say it. And even in my Instagram, first thing it says, you know, son of a queen. That's yeah, who I, I, I am. That. This is number one. Before author, I want to edit that, is son of a queen. Because yeah. she, if it wasn't for her, like, even this motivation no, for I her, I mean, no, no, to raise us, and me and my siblings, and, and, and always, my mother always said to me as a kid, you're going to be successful. She mm-hmm. always planted that. We were in a two-bedroom apartment, three of us, in my, me and my two, my, my sister and my brother in one room and my parents in the other. It was a very small place we grew up in. And my mom, like she knew I wasn't happy. Like I wanted to just like be something big. And she always told me that every single day she would tell me this. And, and it, seriously, seriously, exactly what they say when behind every man's success is a woman. Absolutely, 100%. Hmm. And if you have somebody who tells you this every single day, like this is what motivates me. This is what keeps me going. And I remember that. And I can see it with you. And I studied with your brother in university. We were in class. And I could see the reflection when I met your mom. Where he got, where Ma'ad yeah. got from, you know? Yeah, my so mother did a
0: great these. job in building a strong infrastructure. Yeah. We're all generally, I would say, confident. Uh, but you reminded me of why also I brought up the Majid story with the ego. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I was <laughs> trying to tell him, I was trying to give him a good uh, representation of why, because it's, it's difficult to describe ego. I said, everybody has an ego. Yeah. Either it gets the best of you, or you get the best of it. Right. Yeah. But I told him, look at the 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 person who thinks who does he knows it all. His ego's he huge. Mm-hmm. Alas, I don't want to know. I've learned. I'm good. I'm I'm successful. But then you see people who are so successful are still reading a book yeah. a week, mm-hmm. and you're like, why are you reading? Eh? Because he knows whatever he knows is this much. Mm-hmm. There's always a way to evolve, and improve, and get better. So. The relationship,
3: the relationship with our mother will reflect in absolutely every other relationship that we have.
0: Yeah. Do you believe only mother or also father? Of
3: course, both. Mm. But since we are connected with the umbilical cord with our mother, the True. way she... Lo- so the people I work with, very often, they are if deficient in, in motivation and in love. Mm. They don't feel loved. And it's because they've had certain incidents in their childhood where they've taken a screenshot of I'm not loved, I'm not important because the mother had to work hard. Um, And to a a certain extent that has been my case as well. Uh, When my father passed away when I was eight, my mother had to make ends ends meet and I was very often home alone, going to school with the key uh, around my neck, coming back, doing my homework, taking care of my sister. And it felt very lonely. And then later in my relationships, I was constantly seeking, can we be friends? Please. Until, of course, I started to do the real work, te- cry the tears, write the journals, and realized that I was begging for love unconsciously because I thought my mom didn't love me. Now, we speak four times a day. She's also a queen. I, I changed the way I perceived her because I had to do the work. I became aware, like Noor said. Then my relationship with men, my relationship with money and with work comp- changed 360 degree because I got in touch with what every human needs, to feel loved unconditionally by the woman who brings them on this planet. So when I do presentations and people feel not secure, sometimes it's because they don't have security um, that's supposed to have been there when, when they were little. And sometimes when you work on fear of public speaking, you realize that actually it's uh, a spiral of many other fears or insecurities that mm. have to be addressed, and then they start the work.
0: But, Andrea, what would you tell uh, somebody watching who uh, didn't have that supportive mother or support, which we're fortunate to have? Few you find of us, a surrogate. Right? Is there? Do they have hope?
3: Yes, you find a surrogate. I have two friends who are uh, foster kids, and they are also in the motivational arena. Um, I have to say that I'm realizing this now. Many people who come to personal development, they had their void, then they had to fill it, and now they want to have this constant exchange with other people because they also want to feel more connected with mm. people because they didn't have that connection. Yeah. But it's healthy. They just want it, they want it badly. They want it more than other people. Mm. Um, and people who didn't have what they've been raised in foster uh, places or they don't have a good relationship at all with the parents, yes. maybe alcohol, maybe abuse, they fi- they, 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 I invite them to find a surrogate, to find a tribe. They can build their own family. So, they came into this life. God doesn't make mistakes. There is a reason for which they are here right now. Now go to people, to places who have, mashallah, so much love to mm. give
2: and they are there is a, if you know, it, uh, I them. also i also want to tell those people that have that privilege and that blessing of a mother that most probably knows their purpose before they know it and build boundaries the mother knows your purpose before you know it somehow i it's it's crazy not always not always but there, there may be that privilege, and the child may be building, or the son or the daughter, some kind of boundary, um and and they're not allowing that blessing to help them with their path and make it easier. Mm. um And for sure, my mom found my purpose before I found it. I was, if it wasn't for my mom, I would have probably attempted to be a medical lab technician or a pharmacist or something like that because I honestly wanted to be like that. Mm. Until she's, you know, she was my life coach ever since I was young and um, always pushing me to. Public, she saw something, so always pushing me to, to public talks and, and speeches. And I didn't understand why at first. And then I grew up and I was like, oh, this is why. So you knew before I did. She was your
3: angel in that way. She was your guide.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's but a dilemma though. Like, I've sat with so many achievers, let me call them, right? Whether they are professional athlete or whatever. And you, some of the stories is like my father used to drive me hundreds of miles mm. just to make sure I go to training. Yeah. So the father in that story knew knew this kid has something. Yeah. He might not know it. I will make sure One of the parents. I'll take a part-time job mm-hmm. just to make sure I'll invest in this. But a lot of the times also, especially I would say, maybe actually globally, I wouldn't say only the and Arab world, but the parents' um, definition of success or things that they didn't achieve they will implement it and force it. Yes, that onto could be a problem, kids. yeah. So that's a very selfish and full of ego approach yeah. where I failed, he should make it. I didn't get a degree, he should or I got a degree, he has to be the same as me. Mm. So then they the definition of success that they have is forced on two children which is very wrong. You were lucky that your mothers yeah. didn't do that. My mother did. Yeah, didn't
2: like I said that. it's a blessing. At yeah. the end you of know, the day. Sometimes, sometimes it's tricky. Yeah. It is. Yeah, it's uh, not. My, it's not a general. Rule.
1: My mom just said, uh, "I carried you in my stomach for ten for nine months, and you owe me. <laughs> so everything you do, you owe me for the rest of your life." Yeah. So she makes sure that that's a very Arab mother. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. you're gonna take care of me till the day <laughs> I go away. Romanians, <laughs> so. so, yeah. Romanians. so that's a motivator like by itself, like, like knowing... But that, feel that you makes
0: you feel guilty too.
1: No, yeah, well, you know, yeah. like it is what it is. She's, she said it and, and, and it's true. And then when I think about it, you know what? Do you know what? Now, when I see, for example, my sister Aida with her kids, I'm like, oh my God, they definitely owe her. Mm. Like going through... But this, you know,
0: ah? I, have, I, t- I talked about this. I said a lot of um, Arab mothers would tell their kids, that, my yeah. mother, all mothers, yeah, they would say this everywhere. Like, you know how much I... <laughs> <Yeah. you>. <laughs> I'm <laughs> like, <laughs> I didn't <laughs> even choose to be here. You decided am I to guilty? bring me. How am I guilty? Yeah. Yeah, she was like, no, it was my no decision.
1: I'm like, actually, yeah. no, you know, you yes. can it, it. it was it. It was your decision. It was Luther yeah. Vandross's you, music. <laughs> exactly.
3: <laughs> Something. I, know, I know that we are all feeling very grateful. Yeah. Because uh, yeah. you say it to, our, to yeah. our mothers especially. But do you feel that there were moments in your lives when... Um You were teaching them many things as well? Yeah? Oh, Oh, yes. Yes. Yes.
0: And a a, a, a controlled ego mother learned from her kids. Mm.
3: My mom phrases this.
0: You learn from each other. It's a a dual thing. Like today, if I sit with my kids, they know things. I don't even know how to play these games Mm. and things, but I quickly learn because I'm I'm open to it.
3: I want to say something about motivation. It's going to be quite short. Um, When my father passed away, I was eight, My mom was, what, 36, 37, emotionally she was disabled. She was not functioning, she was hysterical, she was crying. If she was driving, she was shouting. So it's been many, many years when I was exposed to trauma, to Mm. fear, to um, aggression, and there is some emergency. I was in emergency. So it's only now, later, 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 that I found very good doctors who explained to me that even physically, uh, my body acts like it 's an emergency, and then I had to take all this um, medication like herbal medication natural to really bring balance in my body, but also, I was able to express and release these feelings to my mom and it 's been now three years since she 's also doing a lot of spiritual work and we talk and we hug and we, we understand each other, so I found that a bound that Connection that, as I said earlier, every single person needs. So Mm. every child needs to feel that love. And there is never too late. There is always hope to truly feel that connection. That when you feel it in your system, it will make you run the marathon. It will make you do that pitch. It will make you build your family. Because that's where I think Mm. God fuels us with even more power. Feeling that love from our mother.
0: I read something also in the in the in Mark's article. I really liked the article. It was very short, but very uh, rich. And he said, he called something the leaky bucket syndrome. Mm-hmm. And he said, people that are going to these workshops and these lectures, they're a, a bucket with holes. Yeah. So they go there, you fill it with water, you get excited, but it's leaking. And the holes represent fears, insecurities, doubts, which I would say are very important characteristics of people who are not able to move forward in life. Yes. Mm-hmm. They have these things. يعني, uh, Nido's video yesterday uh, on Instagram, uh, Nido's my best friend, he mentioned how you are your own self-critic. So you'll say, Wallah, I should open this business. And then you said, say, no, will fail. Nobody even <laughs> told you to say that. Oh, you just killed yourself. Like <laughs> nobody, you didn't even <laughs> tell somebody the idea. And, and the idea is yeah. these guys probably have it in multiples. Mm. That's why deep down, if, because Andre, it seems you talk a lot about the biology and psyche. If you really go and sit with yourself and really think, why am I, so, why am I even afraid? Mm. Why am I not? Because then you meet somebody who goes, we should go to Italy. Mm. And you're like, really? Yeah. I'm not talking about impulsive people. Mm. Maybe he say, we really need an adventure. And, he, and he's not impulsive, I'm not talking, he's gonna pack tonight, but he'll do it. Mm. He'll take action, he'll book a nice camping trip, you'll think about it, you'll do the research. And then somebody will say, I'll That's go to Italy work. for mm-hmm. 20, <laughs> 20 years. <laughs> huh? He went, now, wallah, and inshallah, the next year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why are you always procrastinating? It's
2: fear. Fear is um, false evidence appearing real.
0: False evidence appear appearing appear real. real. So my point of this intro is these people that are going to these workshops and trainings and something yes. that I find a bit tricky yes. is when they make people jump around. Yes. And I'll tell you why I think it's tricky. Because it's, I don't want to call it your lying, but it's manipulative in a way where these guys who are already weak and vulnerable, who are coming for your help, you're making them jump and hug and they get this rush of adrenaline. What happens to them 48 hours when this adrenaline goes? Are these holes being filled? Or they're just gonna leak out, then I go to the next fix, more water leaks out. Nobody's teaching them to mend these holes.
3: Last so year, I'll open now the topic. Last year I studied with uh, Lisa Nichols when she was in town. She's very popular in, in the US and she's slowly starting to come to, to be popular here in the Emirates. So I've taken a two-day masterclass with her, and I am in touch with the people. We were 150 people who studied with her. I am in touch with all those people, and I do see that not much has changed. They haven't implemented the principles and the lessons that she taught in those two days. Hmm. Uh, Number one, number two, motivational speeches are very, very useful in organizations because the kinesthetic experience of jumping, touching, hugging, I love you now, I love you more, let's go do it, you're great. That gives you a state of connection. I Felt the energy there. I really did. <laughs> Good. <laughs> that <laughs> was the idea. <laughs> but Omar, you too. Not only Nice. <laughs> I, I, Pass it on. Pass it on. I I,
2: can,
1: can I, just I, I meant
3: to say I'm inclusive. No, no.
1: I, listen. I love, I love, I love Andrea's energy and everything else. But, but honestly, for me personally, I don't like it when we have to jump around in an event and a workshop. And I, I, and, and I, I think The one big place that I went to. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. Is Tony Robbins. I flew half across the world all the way to San Francisco to go to his session and I was super disappointed. I couldn't believe it. I was like, I can't believe... Well, thank God it was San Francisco because at least I got to hang out in Union Square and stuff. Anyways, but the point is that activity, this particular activity, I personally, it doesn't it doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Yeah. But I'm sure for other people, it does yes. work. You know, I mean, Andrea, I love when I see her videos. like she dances on the video. I couldn't do that. I, I cannot do that. Like for me, I'll do it myself if I'm in a club or if I'm in a concert or something, but I couldn't do it like in a workshop in front of people. But so I think it's also, it's different. Know? It's a cultural thing, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's many different things. But I know, like, I know my audience. If I did that to my audience at first, they probably shoot me in the head <laughs> too. They probably will never speak <laughs> to me again. Like oh, there'll, there'll be all sort of defamation on my, mm. you know, but it, it works different for everybody. Again, this is what I'm saying, Anes, uh, it's not, and you said it yourself, it's not one size fits all. Yes. So for uh, Andrea's audience, very different, perhaps from my audience and from Nu's audience. Mm. Yeah,
2: fair.
1: It works different.
3: Yes, sure. Yeah. And the next time we're gonna do a video, you're gonna dance Never. <laughs> no. no, no. So, are, what was
0: your point? Yes. There are
3: four types of uh, speakers, informational, the teachers, yeah. uh, motivational, inspirational and transformational. Lisa Nichols Tony are transformational speakers. They have spoken for so long. They, when I sat next to, next to Lisa Nichols, I felt something very, uh, very, I felt like she was a prophet. Something in the way she breathes, something in the way she looks. And it must be the fact that she has been talking for the last 30 years, and I think she's channeling. Channeling Mm. means you trust what you feel and you just say it. And many, many people are touched when those words land on them. So motivational speakers, the point was that when you have that experience of jumping, you change your state. And for many people, it works because they feel that there is a switch that goes on. this, this kinesthetic ex- experience of touching and hugging and then listening to those words will be like a battery shock. I'm sure you guys are driving and you know, maybe you helped somebody or somebody helped you. So the motivational speech gives you this reboot, this charge, and then you're good to go for the next month or for the next 90 days. There is an average of lasting for 90 days. Mm. And then if you are a motivational speaker, you have contracts with the company to go at least two or three times a year to do this... Uh, sessions with your with the teams and to give them some energy so they are very useful in organizations for consumers when you go to Tony or to Lisa some people feel fantastic and they take that energy and they use it some people like you it doesn't touch me doesn't do anything to me
0: but we're still not answering to what how are we hoping or aiming to to fix these holes He's coming. He's getting excited. Sure, it's physiological learning, right? Somebody will argue with me, like Anas. No, when you make people jump, they will remember it more because it's touching. It's anchoring.
2: It's anchoring. But the
0: hole is there. That's true.
2: True. I feel like just like how when you go to a psychiatrist or a therapist, what they do is they try to they try to help you figure yourself out. Mm. They tell you what you are, what's going on with you. They they are reflecting. as a a reflecting mirror to you. And they give you a perspective. They may give you tangible methods to follow. I think that is a long-term transformation. Whereas I I agree with Andrea that there is that moment of hype and spike of motivation that can help during that day, during that hour, during that moment. But for a long-term transformation, that awareness that you give to someone of what is going on with them and stories of other people's experiences and how they dealt with it. Information on what happened in the past and how this can change for them. That type of awareness, again, because awareness is like, like one of the best things I, I just, um, I say we're all blessed that there's something called awareness, that we can have awareness. So if you make someone aware and, inform, and informed, I think that is a long term, um, Transformation. I-, I love
3: what
1: Noor said. I, I want to share a small story. Anas, I told you that I was yeah, going nice to say stories. this, and then Anas was like, uh, I was on the phone with Anas, and he's like, no, no, I'm a, don't, don't say anything now. Wait till the show, and then tell me in the show. I'll tell you in the show. <laughs> I once spoke at, at an event, okay? And there's one thing, first of all, to all these agents out there, they keep introducing me as a motivational speaker. I always say I'm a speaker. Whether you're motivated motivator or not, that's subjective. Like, I'm not. Um, I never once did I say I'm an inspirational speaker or a motivational nothing. Because that's very subjective to everybody. Mm. I mean, there are people here, some of them could care less about what the fuck I'm saying. Yeah. Thank yes. God I said fuck for the first time. <laughs> Anyways, the point is... what <laughs> well, you told me I can say it. Yeah, I can, oh, okay. of course. Okay. I'll, I'll say first. it with you soon. So the point is, the point is uh, Anis, what happened is that event, there was a guy... Okay, and as you know, so when, when people tell me, okay, and, and you know, my book is called Just Read It.
3: Yeah.
1: Why did they call it that? Because I don't know what it would do for anyone. I wrote it at a time when I was like, it was the worst, one of my worst time in my life. Um, actually, the worst time in my life was my wedding day. But fine, we'll move on. That's but story. that's another story. We have <laughs> to have a session now yeah. we gotta that We got to do. Okay. Anyways, yeah. the point is uh, when I so 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 the, first, the when I was at this event, someone asked me. Uh, oh, they said you're you you know um, uh, you know he, he came up to me with somebody else and he's like. I see that uh, you're apparently, you wrote a book, a motivational book and whatever, yeah? I was like, uh, yeah, it's, that, that's what, the book. If you, you, can take a look, you can take a look at it. Just see if it does or not. You know, I just wrote a book. I don't know if it motivates you or not. He, then he asked me, he's like, um, uh, what did you study? I told him marketing at the American University in Dubai. He's like, okay, uh, what, like, what do you do? I told him, I, I, that time I worked at the tourism authority. He's like, mm-hmm. okay. So he's like, what? I, he's like, how old are you now? I told him, uh, you know, I'm, I, I, at that time, I think I was around 27, 28 years old. Mm. Okay. So he's like, so this is a question. He's like, what qualifies you? I was talking to Noor, Noor about this. It's like, what qualifies you to be an, a motivational speaker? Like, what did you go through? So mm. much, do you have a qualification in self-help? Do you do psychology? Did you do like, I, first, I thought it was the most ridiculous question in the world. But I still, trust me, Anas, dealing and with those kind of questions. It, yeah. I still entertain it because of,
2: Everything else in life. Right. This
1: is where my smile comes yeah. up again. I'm like, because my smile is not that it's a happy smile, it's a pity smile. Mm. But also at the same time, I don't judge entirely because you don't know. Again, I told you their trauma, what they come from, or what holes they already have to answer your question. Mm. So when, when when he asked this question, the only way I could respond, I said, listen, everybody has one thing in common. We all go through life. Some of us have very nice, rosy stories. Some of us have whatever challenging ones. You know, I when I graduated from high school, I had to work and study. My when I joined university, when I was in AUD, I was a full-time employee, going to work from eight till four, and then go to university from five to ten p.m. It took me six and a half years to graduate from there. Everybody thought I was going to have kids and grandkids in that freaking university. I was never, I was always there. Like, oh my god, you're still here. But anyways, my point is, so I, that was one out of so many other things that I mentioned earlier that went that I went through that. At that point, this is why I wrote it. And actually, to be, to, if anything, honest, I never wanted to do the speaking on stage. It wasn't the thing that I wanted to do. Like uh, as opposed to like how Noor was no, advised. No, you no, know? I,
2: I was advised, but it was never something. Yeah, she it's, didn't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, when you're when life, uh, you know, pushes you to a certain way, even though it wasn't planned. Yeah. You, that's when you know that that's your purpose.
1: Okay, so then I didn't want to do it, but I was forced to by government organizations to go to school and say, Omar, go and speak to the kids mm. and whatever. Then. One of the things that used to annoy me is because I would go there and remember, like, as you mentioned earlier in the question, is like, how do you keep people motivated? Because they probably have that one session at that time where they're motivated and then they disappears. So for me, one of the things that helped me with uh, learning things is like reading and having something documented. At least you, you document when someone speaks, if you want to try to remember. It's, it's proven also scientifically that it helps. So I would tell the students in class, like, why don't you take down notes as I'm so, one of the girls, and every time she sits in the front, she's like, we like to listen to you speak, but we don't like taking notes. Why don't you write a book? I was like, you know what, fine. If that's the reason, that's the reason I wrote it. It wasn't because I wanted to. Since then, everyone's oh, always your second book. I wasn't interested. <laughs> I, 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 it's not, it's until, and actually I'm thinking only, and I thought, well, I'm thinking also started writing the second book, which, you know, it's called Why Jobs are for Robots and Life is for People. Only. To satisfy why people are asking me why the hell am I not writing the second one, Mm. but it's not really something for me. This is what I like conversations on the go, meeting Mm. people, trying out new things Mm. like this is what I like.
3: I want to, I didn't really know that about your story. Although, when he launched his book, I bought many and I gave it to my friends out of support. I loved his energy, and the book is really, really easy to read and fun. And just read it. Yeah, I want to. I want to tackle a bit uh, into a deeper level, how to close these leaks uh, because I've done it for myself and I I am guiding certain people to do it. And I'm sure everybody knows Transformers, the movie Transformers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So for me, when I've watched the last movie, I was having kind of an experience and I said, what if the guy in the transformer is my soul, my spirit? And this gigantic machine is my body. And then coming back to the mm. leaks, coming back to the leaks, deep thinkers. it's good when you dance, you become deep, so I Oh my God.
2: Um,
3: this leak so I want to share a few of mine. Um, I had alopecia, I lost my hair twice, and I was modeling, and that was devastating.. I had uh, acne all over my body at least two or three times, so it was very difficult to feel confident or beautiful. And they were all caused by stress. Uh, whenever I would see uh, a mother playing with her children, I will, tears would will come out, or a father with, with kids, I would just tear up, mm-hmm. just like that. So the wounds are making themselves visible quite, quite strongly. So I've surrounded myself with healers with whom I'm in touch until now, four or five years, I work with them constantly constant work, yeah? there is no motivational talk you go to and you're good to go, you're fixed. You really have to give yourself the, the um, you have to create this environment to heal yourself. But coming back to the transformer, to the leaks, when you look in the mirror and you open yourself like this and you say, you know what, I feel insecure. You know what, I don't like my body that much. When you do the mirror work and you say, I don't like that. I haven't been dating in the last three years, or I can't get girls out, or I can't get to a date. When you become sincere with the things that really trouble you, you make peace with the fact that you have a human experience and you are meant to witness this scenario, but it's a scenario as Anas, as Omar, as Noor, as Andrea. And you dissociate yourself like this, like the person in the in the Transformers, and you look at the Transformer, the machine going through the world, losing the father, taking care of the sister, doing the homework, working hard, transform her life. But you are the soul. And you realize that this person, us is going through all this. But you constantly can choose how to act. And the, and, out, the leaks, yeah. Yeah. and the leaks, you simply accept them and love them. You say, I am intelligent, I am young, I am sexy, I am smart and i come with this insecurities yalla we are all together all it's me so you can through this dialogue accept everything that you are mm. imperfection perfect whatever however you are perfect or strong embrace it and hug yourself like i hug myself mm. in the morning
2: i i i love what you said i'd like to expand on it in that when we get in touch with our insecurities, another thing that helps us really accept them is believing that we need them to grow. So once you believe that I am insecure or I have this weakness and I need this weakness to build in this area, Hmm. because let's say, for example, one of my weaknesses, let's say someone's weakness is they are overthinking or they analyze too much. If I wasn't an analyst in this area, if I wasn't an overthinker, then I wouldn't have done this. If I didn't have this weakness, I wouldn't have built this. So we need to believe somehow and try and search where these weaknesses actually helped us in life, where oh, they nice made set. us grow, mm-hmm. where they made yeah. us...
1: Yeah. Yeah. Again, Thank you. instinct, awareness.
0: <laughs> what they said. Um, mom. <laughs> okay. Um, I'm going to wrap this up with a very important uh, question. And uh, you can take your time. You don't have to answer. Uh, but I need a... Honest fucking answer There you go <laughs> um, Really Like really Give me a Good thought answer Don't give me a stupid answer Don't give me a formal answer No pressure answer.
3: We don't even have stupid answers right? Everybody has stupid answers I don't know about so, everybody <laughs> My point is Love think, your confidence girl Think think
0: think If you don't have the answer Tell me honest I don't know
3: Yalla Okay
0: shit. It's a very simple question You probably asked yourself This question And I hope you did
3: Why are you here But I
0: know what you do. You're close. I know what you do. The whole world apparently knows what you do because you put it in your bios, in your books, in your bio on Instagram. Uh, We know how you do it, whether it's a lecture or a book or a video, IGTV video. Why?
3: Anna, I want to start first. (laughs) I really want
0: to know why the hell you feel obliged or driven to reach out and say your words, whether somebody thinks they're magical or silly or they connect or they don't. Why do you have this drive to just do what you do? What's driving you? When people are saying, Oh, ah, <laughs> <laughs> look at Andrea acting like she knows it all. When you hear all of this shit yeah. and all the negativity that comes, because it comes, whether it's behind our backs or in front, it's there. But why do we still stay on that line
1: Anas, i read alhamdulillah the holy quran every day
0: Hmm.
1: my answer is in the quran that's why i do what i do which is what's what's the answer to do exactly this to motivate to be good to be humble to be kind every single day i read it and every day i get the message every so or any surah i get them i get the message from god
0: i I, I need more like why does Ammar feel obliged to write a book? Because so many fe- people think, I want to write a book. But, it,
1: but, but again, I just told you. For me, That's his motive. That's my moral compass. Like, my moral compass is derived from the holy book. And I believe that we have the prophets, messengers, messenger, all of us are message. We all have a message to try to make the world a better place. Right? Mm-hmm. So for me, doing this, I get that from reading the book mm. and it tells me you, this is what you need to be doing. But this is why I, this is, it's, it's so strong for me. Like I know I say to you, but for me, it's super strong for me. I resonate with it every single day.
2: And, and, and that's why I do it. And when Omar has such a high purpose, elevated like higher than every other thing. The higher you go in a plane, the, the smaller everything looks in the world. And when his purpose is that high, yeah. he's gonna be so driven.
0: But isn't she just having was. such a high generic calling or purpose, just mm? too broad, you don't know, it's not accurate. It's but actually it, it's not accurate. Do you,
2: do you have an idea how long it took him to build this?
0: I don't know. No, there you go.
2: A We're very not, long time. We've known each other for five years now,
3: and it yeah. hasn't been once when I call him and he hasn't answered or lifted me or immediately took the initiative to say, "Let me. Do you know these people? Do you know that people?" And he is known in the community yeah. as Nokia connecting people. <laughs> <laughs> And he has been like this
2: at least since yeah, I since him. I know him. Uh, yeah. but, Ahmad, can I ask you a question? Because yeah. I relate to you so much. Okay. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> You're just...
1: I can I can feel it's... It every time she's asking. Really... Like, oh, Why is he answering? Because she <laughs> asked, She has the um, answer. Do you,
2: when you think of that purpose, do you what do you what is the main intention you have?
1: I want to die with people remembering me in a good way.
2: Can I leave when he like talks about <laughs> <to laughs> something?
1: <laughs> no, seriously, um, I relate absolutely. You, you know, well, seriously, um, you know what, Anas? I can't. Uh, I probably, I, I, no, I can't tell you the other thing. It's definitely not on camera. We'll talk about it off camera. But there's no way that I can mention this. But I will tell you.
2: Can I? Can you whisper? Yeah, it? later. Okay. It's
0: your other why. That's what you're saying? Mm-hmm. And you can't say it yet? No way. Okay. I respect that. Well, that's a big why. I'm so But surprised. all
1: I can tell you, mm. if people will be like, whatever. There's two things. Sometimes you dream and sometimes you see a vision. And I had a vision at a very young age. And that's it. Mm. Ever since, it changed me.
0: Okay. Oh, Andrea, you wanted to say your why.
3: Um, I don't know any other way of being than excited and joyful. And I have been attacked when I was presenting events. Yeah, I mean, sure, are you a clown? What is this always happy? And I was like, what's wrong? And um, first I realized that because I haven't been able to be a child and play when I was younger, I became an, uh, an young, a young adult at eight. I am taking a sweet revenge, and I'm being more playful. And in doing so, as I teach and I coach, I ignite the inner child in other people as well. Because mm. when the inner child is on and is alive and kicking, we are more creative, we speak better, we are more persuasive because we are more in touch with all parts of us. So there is no other way of me to be than to be to listen to these impulses and just. I find myself in the house writing, working, and then I. I Feel the impulse of an idea. I, I take the phone and I post, or I create video ideas, and then I go and I shoot them for, for the for my YouTube channel. And also, i part of my healing process was following family constellation uh, therapy. And I heard there that you are your ancestors' wildest dream. If you believe in the army of thousands and thousands of people behind all of us. They've passed us on the baton. Now, yes. now, today, in this interview, in this moment, I represent all of them. Amen. So how dare I to be down, depressed, sad, arrested, anything, when they are looking and mm-hmm. saying, Girl, we've been mm-hmm. to war. Mm-hmm. We didn't eat. We were slaves. God knows what they were. And you are now alive. Please represent. Yes. Please live. Please make love, please be joyful, be excited, be famous, make money, go on, on a show. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> Do all that. Andrea, that's, that's why the word Arabic, in Arabic, uh, قبيلة, قبائل, tribe. tribe, those who are before you. God says, and we created you as tribes, so that we can always remember that tribe, قبائل, means that you are always relating to those that came before, came before you. you. Yep.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: So and that- I, I had somebody told me exactly what Andrea just mentioned now, like ancestors. They told me something about you. And I mean, I know my ancestors and I know my tribe, Balbusidi and I know the, the history and its and, and empires. And I, I have a family tree since 1871. Wow. But, hmm. and I know who they were, my forefathers and what leadership positions they had. I was like, ah, I feel exactly that obligation. To represent. You know when they say you got to represent? You are. You got to represent. Every person, I always say this all the time, everyone is an ambassador. The moment you leave your house, you are an ambassador for your family, your country, your faith, everything. Like the moment you come out, you have a duty to represent the best qualities. And when I see yourself, and I see your son, you see your brothers, I see your mom, it's consistent. All of you are like, you just, you know, there's that brand identity of just great people. People love. So, this is what I'm saying. This is what I think drives all of us when the moment we get out of the house. When you, you are connected,
3: can... when you are connected with that.
0: I exactly. think that can be added pressure on somebody. Like you know, I was what, just going to say this. that. I was
2: going to say those people. I don't people, care what
0: they. Yeah, th- those think people of me. going
2: by life, waking up every day, going mm-hmm. to their nine to five job, just doing their job right, going back home, spending yeah. time with family, and sleeping. Those people are doing a perfect thing. Yeah. You know, they're mm-hmm. doing just what they need to but, do. But in that's life. I said, everybody has a different purpose. That's what I'm saying.
1: Everybody has. So, the three of us are here on your show because we are in the field. We. This is, we know that this is part of our purpose, or it's, com- it's completely our purpose, and this is why we're here. Yeah. And, and we are telling you why we are not fake. And, and, and why
0: this is real. This is why it, why it works for us. So, okay. your ancestor is your why? Is that okay? You said yes. two things. Yes. You said also your, your inner child that didn't live a childhood yes. is now being alive, childlike, and alive, yes. and enjoying their childhood. So, you're growing. While you're teaching. Mm-hmm. You're enjoying your childhood while you're teaching. A thousand percent. And it's a very creative way. That's
3: why I dance.
0: To, uh, oh God. So is that your why, the childhood or the ancestor? Uh,
3: both. 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 I feel that I'm, I'm giving room to my child to play. And people enjoy it very much because you get the information, but yet it's easy going. So people hmm. love to learn through entertainment. And when I got exposed to family constellation as a therapy, and I heard the saying that you are... The, you are representing your ancestors and you are their wildest dreams. I remember how they are behind me. They are somewhere in this cosmos, in this universe, but I am them because they are in my DNA. Mm. So I respect that. I respect and I have reverence for life. Madame Noob? Um,
2: okay, it was actually very transitional for me. I never planned this. I never uh, you know, thought or had a dream that I wanted to have a voice to help out people i knew i was passionate about it deep down but it was never a long-term thing for me i i literally as a child i was like i want to be a pharmacist and then i grew up in high school i was like i want to be a i want to become a a medical lab technician because i like the whole chemistry and then chemistry just didn't click i was god's plan um so many things i wanted to be i wanted to study psychology it was just so many different things and then when i was going through that transition um and i became self-aware i found out that nothing Nothing gave me a sense of purpose more than knowing that my voice is somewhere out there helping in someone else's growth. Yeah. That was my sense of purpose. That was something that made me feel like there is no greater sense of purpose I can feel in this life. Okay. That's why.
0: You have something oh. to
1: the, say? The, the court is spoken.
0: We so. passed our hour, by the way, which is good.
3: Yeah. We are fired up.
2: Yeah, and we still have a long way to go. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Maybe <laughs> part two one day. Yeah. Do I have anything to say? Please, if uh, if any of you Ana, feel they missed a, a point that you want to convey, I'll give you this.
3: Uh... Anna, very quickly I want to mention, because I respect this country, I've been living here for the last 16 years, Emirates has been my second home and I developed here. Number one, the culture, the the power, the ambition of this city has naturally motivated me because... <laughs> How can you think small or be small or not or just pass by in a city that has the highest, the tallest, the biggest, the, the, it's in the air, it's impossible yeah. not to feel it. I
2: moved from Canada to Dubai because of this, yes.
3: I came in 2004 because I saw the photo of Bujal Arab and I was just drawn like a magnet. I just wanted to see Bujal Arab and then I said, of course I'm going to stay here. <laughs> not in Bujal Arab, but <laughs> a little bit next door. Next And because I respect this country, so I know that you are all coming from tribes and you are very connected with the world and there is a massive respect. Mm -hmm. So before I discovered the idea of the tribe, before I discovered the history and the the connection that Arab people have with the tribe, I had um, a particular lady who, in one session, when she told me, I'm afraid I have this speech, I have to go and speak in front of a big Congress, I could see she was restless. And I had only one, one session with her because she was traveling. I said, what can I do? What can I do? I said, can you tell me your name? And she said, for example, Anas Bukash. I said, can you say Bukash like, like all your people are there? And she started saying it two, three, four times. I'm like, just connect with your name and say it with pride. The rehearsal went perfect. Mm. And Later on, I said, after she did, had a good delivery, and she, mashallah, she was very good. I said, what happened? What helped from the session? She said, the way you asked me to say my name with pride, it ignited a fire, it ignited a confidence in me that I wanted to make my father, my grandfather proud. Mm-hmm. Because already you have a connection with the tribe. Yeah. So that's incredible. also for extra motivation for some people.
0: Sure. Anything else?
1: My final comments are is a quote by Steve Martin. The only disability in life is a bad attitude. Mm.
0: Okay, no.
2: Um, I'd like to pass on a message to people <laughs> sure. of the quote I live by, um, which is God's plan is better than mine. So be patient, because a lot of people are not patient now because they go through struggles and they feel like it's not going their way but they need to understand that there's a bigger plan for them that God has that is a lot better than theirs. So be patient and wait for that plan.
0: Thank you, guys. Thank you, you, sir. Can Can you guys go? (laughs) Thank you, (laughs) Alan.